when you have a big rock, your day-to-day activities actually becomes more enjoyable because you have a rock that you are pushing down. So all these small things are no longer just small things. You're listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast, a daily podcast dedicated to helping B2B marketing, sales, and customer success professionals become masters of their craft. It's Wednesday, so this is our hashtag one thing episode. Sangram and I discuss various topics that are applicable to you and our community, like personal development, trends in the marketplace, big wins, big mistakes, and more. Here we go. Welcome back to the Flip My Funnel podcast. My name is James Carberry, and I'm joined, as always, by the infamous Sangram Vajray. Sangram, how are you doing today, man? Fantastic. I'm just imagining a beautiful day because it's not beautiful outside. So I'm just imagining <laughs> a beautiful day right now. Uh, Make it true in your mind. Make yeah, it true it in your mind and it will happen. All, All right, right, man. So, so Sangram, you, we got some really great feedback on the episode we did a little bit ago about forcing functions. And today's episode is going to be kind of an, an extension of that. Can you tell us a little bit about what we're going to be talking about today? Absolutely, man. I was so pumped on all the feedback that we received on this specific topic. I really didn't, I don't think we thought too much about it. We just thought, yeah, let's just share something. It's not something that's 100% baked. But I got a ton of great LinkedIn messages and Twitter and, and personal emails on like, hey, this is really good. We're going to do this in our organization. We really don't have, now I know this might be the reason. So just to quickly recap, Forcing functions is a way of thinking of forcing not only yourself, but also your organization to do something by a certain date or time. It really gets everybody juiced up to do what needs to be done. And without having a forcing function, I feel like a lot of times you miss on dates and you miss on opportunities that you need to capitalize and your competitors or other people might get ahead of you. So as an example, uh, we were talking about like an event, uh, like Dreamforce or Flip My Funnel or whatever different event, that event really is not about just bringing customers and future customers at your conference. It's actually secretly, from a founder perspective, is the best way to get your entire organization to get product launched, to get content ready, to get uh, to, to really get your salespeople ratted up around what we are, who we are, and what's going on, get the marketing team do stuff on the idea of what we are launching is really connecting your customer success who get beat up because a lot of customers, you know, sometimes they churn. So when they are seeing all this stuff, they're like, hey, we need to create a new framework. So it really becomes a way of getting everybody aligned a single goal. So so we're just going to jump into a further extension, which again is not something that's very solidified in uh, in, a co- in my own company, but I feel like these are the, the three things that I think about, or at least want them to be something that other people should think about to run a, to run an effective company. Yeah. So, so this first this first one, you call it rolling thunder. Can you unpack what that means for us? Absolutely, Matt. So rolling thunder. <laughs> I had a uh, when we were now we we're as, as most of our listeners know we we're about two hundred now. I think when we had about 10 terminators, 10 employees, we I had a meeting at my house in our basement, and we went through this chart where we wrote down what's going to happen every month. And that was very, very powerful because it's a very simple act of saying, well, you know what, I, I have travel board, I can put what's, what, what's going to happen. But to put something like what's going to happen, this is, the, this is the kicker in it, what's going to happen that market will notice us. 
And then that got everybody to kind of sit back and like, wait a minute. Well, I, it's not just an ebook or a con. Like, what is it that we're going to do that the market will react to it? Market would want to know more about. Market will have conversations around. And this is an idea I really got from from Mark Benioff because at Salesforce yeah. they have this rolling thunder of twelve. He literally, I think, has a board where he has. Okay, in January we're going to announce a partnership with Facebook. So that's the most market moving, the rolling thunder kind of thing. Oh, in February we're going to we're going to essentially launch this big event or this customer or something. So he has this really, really rolling thunder into like ongoing thing that moves the market. Mm, I love it. And so to give some more examples there beyond monthly market news, you also mentioned a couple other things. Can you share a couple other examples to just give folks really in-depth idea of this concept? Let's take an example of uh, weekly all hands. As, sh- as we shared last time, the forcing function of weekly all hands can really is, is a rolling thunder. It allows the entire team to think that every week they have to do something. So it's a rolling thing. You People know it's happening, so people are excited and ready to go for it. It also pushes people to do things differently because they have to do it every single week. Um, you think about internal messaging exercise that we do. Uh, most companies, they come up with messaging that they internally put it on their website. Not many people know. But when you put the context off, well, what will, whatever it is that you're putting out there, how will other people react to it? How do we get the market to react to it? And your market could be the other function, other team. If you're in marketing, maybe how do you get sales to react to it? If you're a company, then it could be how the competitors or media will react to it. So you can blow it up to a, a company level. You can really take it down to an individual rate layer, but you really want to figure out how do I create a rolling thunder of things that will get people to react. Yeah, I love it. All right. The second one we're going to talk about is big rocks. Talk to us about this one. All right. So this is, this is my personal one. Uh, I don't know if most people think about it this way, but I feel, and James, I'd love to hear your thoughts. I feel like a lot of times I get buried in these list of, un, like it's unlimited list of to do things to do. A lot of times I feel like I'm not moving the needle. Do you, do you feel like that in time? Oh yeah, absolutely, man. <laughs> There's been a big rock that we are, that we're working on in our business. And I'm so excited and energized about it because I don't feel like I've had one of those in a while. And it's, it's a particular type of partnership that we're rolling out that could literally kind of 10 X our business in the next year. And I think the reason that I have so much energy around it is for the exact reason you just said. It's just that that possibility for growth is so huge. And I, I need to be more proactive about having more big rocks. Yeah, man. And I think that's, I think most people are suffering from that in organizations where they feel like whatever they do, they're just going through the motions, they're writing blogs, they're writing content, they're making calls, they're sending emails, whatever it is, they're just doing their thing and they don't mm-hmm. feel like they're moving a big rock. And unless you have at least one big rock that you personally are super pumped, energized, I think it, it really doesn't allow you to be the best self, right? So, so I yeah. feel an example of Big Rock could be, okay, I need to, you know, beyond, let's say you're in customer success. Okay, we're going to have meetings with our customers. Great. My Big Rock could be, I want to have at least one customer really hit this milestone, whatever that milestone is. And you come up with that, you figure that part out and create that as a Big Rock for yourself and say, I want to get somebody to move this good behind. I want to create a case study out of this because this is a use case that will matter to our other customers. Make something up that will create a big rock where you are driven by it. And you know what happened? What I've personally seen, James, is when you have a big rock, 
your day-to-day activities actually becomes more enjoyable because you have yes. a rock that, that you are pushing down. So all these small things are no longer just small things. They become an important thing of the day. So that, that to me is, is, is an example of big rock. Oh, I love that. I love that. Th- this last one we're going to talk about is small wins. This seemingly kind of contradicts big rock. So explain this one to us. Exactly. That's what I put in there. I was at an event last week where Reggie Rivers, uh, he played for NFL for Denver uh, for six years. And he was one of the speakers. He went right before me. So that wasn't the best positioning for me. <laughs> uh, but uh, at the end of the day, we became good friends. And I'm going to have him come uh, on a Flip Out podcast uh, pretty soon as well. But he said something that was super amazing. He said, hey, look, when and his topic all about all about was team building and leadership. So it, it was fascinating to hear him and his take on it. He said, "Look, when you're in sports, I we are always cheering for each other. So let's say somebody passes the ball, somebody um, somebody's just uh, you know does interception, like some uh, somebody not just touchdowns, right? Touchdowns is the end, the victory. But before that, every single time somebody does something good, you're you're patting on their back. You're you're hitting your helmets. You're you're saying good things to each other. You're clapping. You're jumping. You are celebrating these small wins. And his point to all of us was: if you wait until the big deal is closed and you hit the gong, then you're only giving one part of the company and one part of your team too much success. Just like you would do for touchdown. Everybody in the world knows touchdown is a success, but that's not what they celebrate all the time. They celebrate small things. And, and his whole point was, if you really want to build a one team kind of mindset, you have to learn to celebrate small wins. And I feel like we as, a, as an organization, I'd love to get your thoughts, but I think we as a, as, as a culture are probably gone away from celebrating small wins. And we only look at this big win so that we can have a big impact or big idea. To, and we, we forget all the people who did this small part that led us to this yeah. big win. Yeah, I would completely agree, Singram. I think we in, in in our organization do a really poor job of celebrating small wins as well. What are some examples of some small wins that either you guys at Terminus celebrate or just some ideas that you've got kicking around for things that you can celebrate moving forward? Well, I, I honestly think we don't do enough. Quite honestly, so it was a lesson for me to, to come back and uh, tomorrow at our executive team meeting, I'm, I'm going to bring that up. But I feel like that's something we need to be doing. Some of the things we do, and I think we could do much better on, is beyond the sales win, um, simple marketing wins. When we launch something, the email that goes out. And more importantly, I really feel the most important of all could be the customer hitting a milestone that we want every get. Like, how how do we not celebrate? Because customer success ends being the last one to be celebrated because they are taking care of the customers. But guess what? If customer success is not happy, not feeling the success, not feeling the win, and, and we're not taking that win that they're having and translating that to everybody in the organization, we're missing the energy that brings everything together. So, so I feel there's just so many opportunities that I personally think that we, we have missed. And I felt like, to your point, it might seem contradictory, but it's actually not because let's just bring it all back together. Rolling Thunder allows you to keep the momentum of yourself, your team, your organization going. Big Rocks gives you an inspiration to go and push this big thing so you can feel even more accomplished and really want to focus on something that can have a massive amount of impact. So don't forget the big mission or vision that you have as a person or as a team, as an individual or a, or a company. But then small wins is what makes this happen little by little. What we do really pushes the big rock off and really creates the rolling thunder that we all want. I love it. This has been fantastic. Sangram, thank you so much for 
for unpacking Rolling Thunder, big rocks, small wins. I think folks are going to get an enormous amount of value out of this. Uh, we would love to connect with you. So if you're listening to this and you have not connected with Sangram and I on LinkedIn, uh, Sangram Vajray, James Carberry, we would love to connect with you there. Really, really excited to to hear what you think, particularly about this concept of you know this extension really of forcing functions. So Sangram, thank you so much for your time today, man. This has been incredible. And uh, I'm looking forward to next week. Boom. You've been listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast. To make sure that you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. If you have an iPhone, we'd love for you to open the Apple Podcasts app and leave a review. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.